This episode is brought to you straight out of the bunker and is presented to you by the notorious Huge Ass. Enjoy. Due to the mature content of this program, listeners' discretion is advised. Thanks for tuning back into the Depth of Darkness, the podcast that dives deep into all things dark and wrong in this world. I'm flying solo today, and as you know, this is retired Major Hugh Jess coming at ya in your face. Today's program is all about my impressions of the horror film classic, Halloween, by director John Carpenter. Tis the season to get the holy crap scared out of you and into your pants. Say no more. This classic film was introduced in 1978 and has maintained its status as a classic ever since. The main sicko in this movie is a lad named Michael Myers, and he seemingly can't be killed. You can't keep a good man down, and apparently you can't keep a bloodthirsty psycho down either, according to this thriller anyway. The movie begins by showing a young Michael at around age 7 doing a peeping Tom act on his sister and her boyfriend through the windows of the Myers home, which is located in fictional Haddonfield, Illinois, in 1963. Michael enters the home after getting a good eyeful of his sister and her boyfriend doing the dirty deed in her upstairs bedroom. Michael stays out of sight as the boyfriend leaves and grabs a large French knife from the kitchen on his way to the staircase. He goes up the staircase and picks up a clown mask and puts it on just prior to walking into his sister's room, where he confronts her as she's brushing her hair. He begins to stab her repeatedly as she is unsuccessful at fighting him off. All of this carnage is viewed through the eye holes of the clown mask, and it allows the viewer to use their imagination during the slaughter. I don't think I recall ever seeing something like that before this movie. It was a good move by Carpenter, as it, you know, pretty much kept the suspense flowing and let the uh, the gore of the knife penetrating pretty much up to the viewer's imagination. As the sister falls dead to the floor, young Michael heads downstairs out into the front yard where his parents are just arriving back home. The father quizzically asks Michael as he pulls the clown mask off to reveal the boy appearing to be in a trance of sorts. From that moment on, uh, the, and he's also standing there holding the uh, bloody French knife by the way, in the yard. <laughs> so it's, it's a real scene to remember. The movie from that point fast forwards to the year 1978 and his psychologist, played by Donald Pleasance, arrives on the scene. Michael is having a parole board meeting and Dr. Loomis is going to the booby hatch to make sure that Michael stays there as long as possible. Upon arrival during a storm, the good doctor and his companion nurse spot the loony bin patients wandering aimlessly throughout the property outdoors. Naturally, as Dr. Loomis leaves the nurse by herself momentarily, Michael makes his presence known and she bails out of the station wagon that they arrived in, and Michael Myers jumps into the driver's seat uh, only to operate the car like an old pro as he makes his escape. So basically, he never had a driver's license, had any driving lessons, uh, you know, he went from age 7 all the way up to, what, age 23 or something like that? I think it's 15 years later, so, uh, 25 even, and uh, he's driving like a pro. Anyway, Michael makes his way somehow back to Haddonfield to wreak havoc upon the citizens and have a bit of fun. 
Michael is first spotted by movie hero Jamie Lee Curtis in her first major movie role as the character Lori. Along with her, she has a friend Annie, played by Nancy Loomis, and also another friend named Linda, played by PJ Souls. They all get a passing glance at Michael Myers as he cruises Haddonfield in the stolen station wagon. As they walk home from school, Lori once again spots Michael hiding by some bushes ahead of them. Turns into a false alarm as he is nowhere to be found when they arrive at the bushes. Lori once again spots Michael in her backyard near hanging laundry as she talks on the phone. And he disappears once again when she turns away for a moment. The director is building suspense for the conflict that comes later. Dr. Loomis visits the cemetery to visit Judith Meyer's grave, that's Michael's sister that he murdered, for clues only to find that her headstone has been stolen, and then he knows for sure that Michael Myers is lurking about. He then visits the sheriff, who is Annie's uh, father in the film, to enlist his help and inform about the public enemy on the loose. Yeah, that, that's how they tie the whole uh, Annie character in, basically. Her, her dad's the sheriff, and he has a hard time believing uh, Donald Pleasance as he's trying to describe the danger of this Michael Myers nut. Uh, somehow, two of the three girlfriends wind up babysitting on Halloween night, and all hell breaks loose with only Lori surviving the nightmare. There is blood galore for those that can't get enough, and some very good suspense factored in as well. This movie holds up quite well over the past 40 years, and it is entirely because of the quality direction by John Carpenter. If somehow you have never seen this movie, I highly recommend it. This is a movie worthy of any collection. In fact, I only have three horror movies in my collection, and two of them are directed by John Carpenter. The other movie is called The Thing, which I will review sometime soon. I consider that one to be the finest horror movie I've ever seen. Uh, so to make a long story short, see Halloween. Uh, I'm not going to get into the nuts and bolts of all the frights and scares in this movie. Just trust me, you'll enjoy it if you've never seen it. And uh, also, uh, you know, I, I, I would highly recommend checking out most Carpenter films, whether you go to see uh, The Thing or The Fog. Uh, there's just so many good ones. Uh, it's easily accessible uh, through Google now. You can just Google his films and you'll be surprised how many good ones pop up. Uh, but for now, this is your old buddy Hugh signing off. Have a good day. Bye. Hey there, listeners. Is a busy schedule, countless work hours, or just life in general getting in the way of a good read? Well, we've got something special for you. Thanks to our sponsor and partner, Audible, all of you can get a free, yes, that's right, free audiobook if you sign up for Audible's monthly audiobook subscription and use our link in the description box below or visit http colon double forward slash www.audibletrial.com forward slash depth of darkness you'll not only have access to thousands of amazing audiobooks at an insanely good price but you'll also be supporting our podcast it's a win-win for everybody and if you decide to discontinue the monthly subscription it's no hassle at all audible even lets you keep your free audiobook and other books you have in your library how awesome is that so head on over to audible by clicking the link below and get yourself started off with a free audiobook today